You know, thinking about all that's going on in the world nowadays, you know, especially with the war and everything that's going on over in Europe. And, you know, we look back in the Old Testament sometimes and we were tempted to think of the children of Israel in a bad light because of the way they act and react to things. And uh, however, you know, they're really just human, just like we are, and we still have the same reactions that they had to a lot of things. There's really, you know, nothing new under the sun. We still make a lot of the same mistakes, same errors. We're still affected emotionally and mentally the same way through a lot of things. And if we look at Exodus chapter 14, verses 10 through 12, the idea is that from their example, we should learn, right? So if we look at these verses here, and when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. And this was after they had left Egypt, but Pharaoh and the army was pursuing them. Then they said to Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you dealt why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Now, mind you, they've just come out of Egypt. God has just gotten them out of Egypt, and they're forgetting the miracles, the signs, the plagues. When he put darkness all over the land of Egypt. They were the only ones they had light in their dwelling. They were the only ones. So they had just walked out, but here their confidence is shaken and they've, they've gone to fear already. They're not trusting. They immediately assume that they are doomed due to what they see coming at them. I'm not putting them down for that. If I saw an army of people chasing me, I might feel the same way, right? I mean, that's not unusual. So a lot of times the things we see going on in the world, it looks like things are going from bad to worse. And we start focusing on the negative things. And we start seeing those things like that war in Europe. We start seeing that and our hearts go out to like the people. We know the people there are suffering. We don't like that. And that troubles us. But two, we worry for the impact this might have on the whole world. We can't deny that the last world war started in a very similar manner, right? I mean, it was just, oh, we'll let them take this little bit and we'll let them take that little bit. And it just got worse and it got out of hand. So there is that fear. And then there is the extra added fear of a possibility of even a nuclear war. That wasn't a possibility at the beginning of World War II, but that would be a possibility today. And that's a real fear. These are scary things. And it's understandable that those thoughts would come to our minds and that we might have some fear. In a human practical sense, there's really not a lot that we as individuals can do, right? The event is far away from us. It involves nations and, and people who control these things, but it's not us. And sometimes we know that situations do get worse before they get better. And that's what the Israelites were facing. They were facing a situation that seemed to go from bad to worse. But if we notice the next few verses, 
Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 and 14. And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. So when we're going through these things and we're seeing these things going on in the world, things we cannot personally affect or control, we need to understand that what we can do is we can pray and we can trust in the Lord. And I know that sounds, everybody will say that sounds tried or whatever, but it's a true fact that we can have our faith, that we can pray and we can trust in the Lord. We can stand and see the salvation of God and we can hold our peace. Now, in this case, the word used for holding our peace means quite a bit. It implies being restful, still, and quiet. So we are to do that and let the Lord fight for us or take care of this for us. It's an example of trusting God. Now, that's easy to say, and I know it can be hard to do, but don't forget that the Spirit dwells in us and He can help us. Sometimes we don't know what to pray for in these situations. What is God's will? We struggle and, and maybe we don't feel very Christian because we do have that fear or we have that struggle, but again, we're, we're still people, even though we are Christians. Feeling powerless and afraid, that can be hard to deal with. If we look at Romans chapter 8, verses 26 through 28, likewise the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. We need to remember we can trust God and everything works to his purpose. Everything works to his will. It is also to our benefit, but that is because his will is to love us, is to benefit us, his children. Still, things, thoughts, these worries and, and fears can still work their way into our minds. Sometimes we're uncertain if what we do is enough or if it's the right thing or if it's good enough. Is there something more we can do? And times like these can, can make it seem difficult and it may even seem hard to pray at times, but it really isn't. We can pray anyway. We can tell the Lord that we have no idea what to pray for. We can just ask that his will be done. Let him know that we have this distress and fear. He cares for us and he wants to help us. Then after we talk to the Father, we need to thank him for our blessings. Turn our thoughts to the good things in our lives. We are so abundantly blessed more than we realize. The same God that has blessed us in the past and has blessed the Israelites in the past and taken care of this world till now, he will continue to do so.
He will even turn our hard moments, our trials and the hard times we have, he will turn those into something good and beneficial for us. If we look at Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 8, this is something we're all very familiar with, but it's easy to forget to do sometimes when we're, when we're stressed and when we're worried and when we're fearful. But it's, it's very good learning. It's very good uh, teaching from Paul. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. All those things involve our blessings that I was thinking of earlier. And we need to keep our focus on the Lord and follow his example, meaning that we do always pray for God's will to be done, just as the Lord did. And finally, remember that regardless of how this life and this world ends, whether it's for us per, uh, personally or for the entire world, we have a future with God to look forward to. If you look at Revelations chapter 22, verses 1 through 5, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb, in the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Excuse me. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads, there shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. That's the eternity we have to look forward to. That's just a part of it. But if anyone here, if, if anyone here has any doubt of your future, or if you need prayers for any reason beyond that, this is a time for you, a time that you can come forward and let, let us know whatever you may need. And please do that if you need to, as we stand and as we sing.